on that note, hmm. we are going to get into the discussion of the yeah. thing. So something floated around. I'm gonna read it. Uh, I sent it to Mark or whatever, just kind of get his take or whatever. And this statement floated around. It was uh, a statement from a Christian minister about the Roe v. Wade issue. Dealing with the unborn and dealing with, you know, um, recent thing being passed in Texas, recent law been passed in Texas and stuff like that. So let's get into it. You ready, my man? Go ahead. Like I said, we still eating at the time too. So if we smacking and stuff like that, I don't care. Y'all just going to deal with it. Or, I ain't apologizing for nothing. I'm hungry. I'm always pretty good too, man. Yeah. Shout out again, my Xavier King, aka my guy Turkey Leg King. If my you wanna God. find him on IG, it's Turkey Leg King. He posts stuff on there. Also, he's on Facebook. Um, he be under Xavier King. Man, yeah. Um, I just wish, I mean, I could share this macaroni with y'all right now. Shoot, I don't. It's, it's mac mine. and cheese, man. I just. Just so they would know, man. Okay. Well, yeah, he want to share with man. y'all. He want to bless y'all with it. I'm telling y'all. I want to bless y'all with it. Yeah. I ain't trying to bless y'all with it. Okay. I'm keeping my own. Okay. I'm trying to bless y'all. Yeah. He's trying to bless y'all. I already said my statement last week. I don't, I don't love y'all like that. Hey. I love y'all, but hey. Not like that. We ain't on that level, bro. For real. Yeah. We ain't on that level yet. It's all good. But it says <laughs> a statement from a Christian minister about the Roe v. Wade issue says the unborn are a convenient group of people to advocate for. They never make demands of you. They are morally uncomplicated, unlike the incarcerated, addicted, or the chronically poor. They don't resent your condescension or complain that you are not politically correct. Unlike widows, they don't ask you to question patriarchy. Unlike orphans, they don't need money, education, or childcare. Unlike aliens, they don't bring all that racial, cultural, and religious baggage that you dislike. They allow you to feel good about yourself without any work at creating or maintaining relationships. And when they are born, you can forget about them because they cease to be unborn. You can love the unborn and advocate for them without substantially challenging your own wealth, power, or privilege, without reimagining social structures, apologizing, or making reparations to anyone. They are, in short, the perfect people to love if you want to claim you love Jesus, but actually dislike people who breathe. Prisoners, immigrants, the sick, the poor, Widows, orphans, all the groups that are specifically mentioned in the Bible, they all get thrown under the bus for the unborn. And that was from Dave Bornhart. All right. Where do we begin? I will just say this. And here's why this statement to me rings so true. And a lot of people do that or whatever. People throw in the about the unborn 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 and we're with you you know we do not like the idea of abortion we understand medically sometimes that in order to save a life certain circumstances it has to happen you get what I'm saying Mark 
Yeah. So back what you said, standpoint. like a medical standpoint. Yeah. Sometimes it may have to happen in order to save the person um, who's pregnant, of course, their life. As far as it being a medical, hey, this could really damage you, put you at ease. You can put yourself at ease. You can put the baby at ease, something like that. We, so we understand medically sometimes, and that's a tough decision to make. That is, man. You, 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 um, it's a person-by-person situation. You got to mm-hmm. make that scenario. Well, I'm just saying I understand the situation. Okay. I do understand that situation because medically sometimes you have something that's rough like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people throw out the unborn, unborn, you know, stuff like that as far as abortion, stuff like that. And like I said, like me, I, I've said this in the past and I told you this is on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. I said if something has to happen, to where I have to make the tough decision between, okay, it's either the baby or your wife. Me personally, the controversial decision is very controversial, but I'm choosing my wife all day because I can't. I have the opportunity to make another life. I can't get my wife back, though. I can't get another of my wife. Like, she's unique in her own right. She's her own her, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't. I guess me personally, I guess I would feel differently um, in that situation. Or, well, I don't know how I would think in that situation. Cause yeah. it's, it's hard to say, man. But um, mm-hmm. it's like I would want to, I guess, val- value both um, my wife and the child. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I would want to just, I guess, me just, hmm, that's tough, man. Yeah. Or just, just, that's just trust, if you're ever faced with a situation to, to where you have to do it. Now, mm-hmm. me, to be honest with you, if I'm faced with that situation, my first mm-hmm. answer is, or my first question is, do what you have to do from me. Take whatever you need to take from me. Right. Spare those two. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you got to do. Take yeah, whatever you got to take. I don't care. It's tough, man. Make sure they live. Mm-hmm. That's my first thought. Make sure they live. I get it. But if I have to choose, you know what I'm saying? And that does not mean I support abortion. Mm. Because I'm just saying, if I have to choose, I feel like me and my wife get the other opportunity to, because, and the from a biblical sense, the way I piece it together, I'm going to get this and say mm-hmm. the two become one. So me and my wife are now one. So she's an extension mm-hmm. of me. I'm an extension of her. You know, when my kids get older, they're going to leave the house. It's just me and my wife again. We're the two that's become one. So mm-hmm. I feel like I have to take care of the one. I have to take care of us. Now, here's the reality. I never want to be faced with that scenario. Mm-mm. Like, please. Oh, God. <laughs> please a, don't make me be faced like, with that man, scenario. Man, yeah. But bro. if so, I have no problem. If I'm supposed to be a representative of Christ, I have no problem. Man, I'm like, look, take whatever you got to take from me, man. Okay? Take it all. Or whatever. Yeah. Organs, lungs, whatever. Do whatever you got. Take, get all this blood. Get it all out of me. Whatever you got to do, man. Yeah. Um... But to say that as far as the unborn, people like to throw that around. And, you know, it's a life, it's a life. And yes, we agree that the unborn is a life. Brewing in the belly, all of that. Even at four weeks, all that. We believe is at conception. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But we also believe it's from the womb to the tomb. And the thing is, is people you raise hell about them before they're born. 
once they're born, you have no problem when they go to jail. You have no problem when they're in trouble with the judicial system or whatever. You have no problem when they're in trouble with school and stuff like that. You have no problem when they all doing all this. Lock them up. Lock them up. This, that, or whatever. It's like, no. Care for them the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hear you. So, I guess the um, the background, there was the, the new, um, that abortion law was passed. Did you um, read up on it, man? You know, like the, just correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. From what I read, it was uh, up until six weeks. You could. Um, I remember seeing six weeks. It's six weeks, right? I remember seeing six weeks. And um, also connected with that was if someone knew or knew of someone or had the knowledge of someone that committed abortion, they could sue. Is it sue that that individual or the person who committed the, uh, who who performed the um, abortion. The person was, who had the abortion can't be sued. Right, but the, the, the person who did the operation. I think operation, it's the person right? who did the operation. I know for sure the person yeah. who had the abortion can't be sued. Okay. And the thing was, that was kind of explained later in some other documents as far as those things like that. So it's, it's a little more to it. It's a little more yeah. tricky also. Because... When I first when I first read it, I read it again. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I agree. I agree on, on the sentiment. I I agree when I see the and I feel the sentiments of it. I know what he's um, what he's trying to say, and I, I bang with it. Um, I guess on the flip side, um, I think he spoke in very broad terms, as though everybody who cares for. Um, abortion is anti you know um immigrants anti um in- incarcerated and and widows or whatnot so um it, it can come across as i think when people read it they may get the sense that this guy is sort of um saying these lives are more worthy than the unborn because of such and such whatever um, which I, I don't think he was trying to make that point. I'm just saying how yeah. we can come across as though he's saying okay. the important. I never, not I, as never important. I never put it in that thought process. I see. We, I see what you're saying though. I, I um, when I read it, I kind of, as I do with most stuff, I, I take, the, I take yeah. the middle ground. I bang with. Yeah. So I, I understood for sure what he was saying. I never looked at that angle, but yes, there are going to be some people who would think that. So because now yeah. that you're bringing that to my attention, yeah, yeah. Because it's not, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I know, I, I know some people are going to think that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Going to feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so man, I'm, yeah. So, and I think it can be. Um, and I was thinking about this, man. Like, um, it seems very um, even a, a the issue of abortion. Um, is done gotten is very political. Is is mm-hmm. all these things is is political. It seems to me that whatever side you a person may fall on they feel as though whatever side they're on whatever life lives that side deems worthy that's who they pretty much um agree is is worthy of of life like if you fall more on a i guess a a conservative side you know Mm -hmm. that that big thing is like abortion you know that they're pushing for you know um yep 
pro-life, whatever. And if you may fall, somebody may fall on a, on a democratic side or a more liberal progressive, they might be like, ah, oh, what about the, um, the incarcerated, the, the minority, African-Americans and, um, immigrants, whatever, mm-hmm. widows, the poor, they, they need, they need care too. Yeah. Um, and those are both extremes, but I'm saying like, we can both agree that there must be, there has to be that middle ground where we do believe that I don't, I mean, you know what I'm saying? All life is worthy. You know, I believe in, in the sanctity of all life, that all life is worthy of, of, yeah. of care, whether you are, you know, the unborn. I think, I think it's always been this. Um, as I've thought about the situation, I understand that my body, my choice and all that. So it's tricky because, you know, the, my, the, my body, my choice thing is tricky right now because it, it, what the people clash is, you know, and people be bringing up this, you know, people say, well, you know, my body, my choice holder. If I want to have abortion, let me have abortion. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But then those same people get mad at the people who don't get the vaccine. And like, well, yo, my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. So they clash because they don't opposite, opposite ends of spectrum, but they hold into the same philosophy. Mm-hmm. My body, my choice. Yeah. You know, but when it comes to that and making the decision, what was always, what always said with me as strange is you're trying to say it's not a life. You don't believe it's a life and stuff like that. But my thing is this. Okay. It's the people who are unborn. Okay. My thing is this. Everybody who's making the decision for the unborn are living. So my thing is the unborn don't have a say in it. Mm. So let's just imagine them as a person right now. Mm. Do you think if you ask them, hey, man, this is the thing right now, and I just, mm. I don't really feel like having you right now. Do you think they'd be like, well, sure, man, you know, that's your decision, and, you know, I support your decision, and, you know, you can go ahead and terminate me. Mm. You know, go ahead and get rid of me. I think if you had a conversation, if you had to have a conversation with your embryo, you know, with your fetus, your fetus would be like, I understand the situation you're in. All I'm asking is for a chance. Mm. I understand you might think this is going to make your life hard, but please just give me a chance and I will do my best to make this work. And everybody's going to plead for their life. Right. Everybody. We all. Right. Yeah. So a fetus would do the same thing if it had the opportunity to convey that. Mm. And I I agree. And I think that, uh, I guess what I'm about to say will probably, um, I don't know if I'm probably jumping ahead, but um, I'm just, <laughs> it's been a long time in this country, dude. Just the, when you view, I think it's a, it's a concept of, I guess, the, the theory or the teaching of humanism um, has crept in, you know. Um, Second humanism. Ev- 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 yeah, evolution. I about that. Atheism, where we deem people as unworthy or not human or, you know what I'm saying? Where we get, where, where humans, people get the, the, the choice to decide who is who is deemed worthy of, of, of help and who is worthy of, of life worthy of life I mean you get it we can go we can talk slavery too bro you know I think mm-hmm. it all it all flows together and this was because they saw slaves as they were essentially beast they were mm-hmm. a property they were not human so in that sense if I don't think you're human then I can get away with whatever I so desire. I can do with you. I can rape you. You know what I'm saying? I can murder, kill you, whatever. It ain't gonna be counted as murder. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not human. You know what I'm saying? So I can do what I want to you. Um, and I think that same thought, it, it, it flows even in today's culture where when it comes to unborn, what we do, I mean, we do everything in our power to, you know, affirm that that is not a living and breathing human, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it can do the same way when it comes to minorities and incarcerated or whatever. It's just how we look at people. We don't look at them as human or we look at them as not worthy of, of help. So mm-hmm. I think that... In, encompasses everything that we're talking about when the unborn and mm-hmm. the you know what I'm saying the um less um fortunate whatever yeah um so it, it, it's a mindset I think it's humanism you know it's it's a it's a me centered it's where I'm first my yeah. wants my desires my convenience goes before anything else it's yeah. it's about me I would say a humanism meology. also kind of cloaked in uh. What's the word I'm looking for? Cloaked in uh, piety or cloaked in like... I would say humanism cloaked in natural selection in a sense. Yeah, that's what it is. also... Yeah. Natural selection. Survival also pop- of the fittest. And- yeah, that's why I want Also, mm-hmm. population control in a sense too. <laughs> if we're just yeah. being... If we're, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. People complain about there's too many people around and all that kind of thing or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So I think it kind of, all that kind of goes in the hand too. But as far as from, sure, uh, uh, um, at this standpoint, as far as some of the talking points, some of the beliefs, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 But then you have some who, probably not as many because they're not as outspoken, but some on that spectrum of, well, nah, you know, I should, you know. They do look at it as a life or something like that. You have some people. You have some people who are on the Christian side of things, you know, Mm. who agree with the abortion. So I would be naive to think that they don't have that same thing on the other side, too, Mm -hmm. you know, from the opposite end of the spectrum. So, yeah, it's it's, it's one of those situations where it's tricky, but it's like, I think part of this does fall on the church in the sense of when they're talking about, because you and I, I fostered my kids, then adopted them. You are fostering right now on the verge of adopting, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, right? You're right. Okay. So when it comes to widows, orphans, people in jail, stuff like that, like there's a value that we don't place on those people like we should. The church kind of dropped the ball like that and said certain programs helped certain, it. Yeah. But that's where our different belief systems, as far as ideologies, when it comes to conservatism and things of that nature, crept into us. Mm-hmm. We don't care enough. No, I, I grind to get this. I worked hard. Mm-hmm. What I what I'm like having to give you a handout and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I bust my tail for this. For I did what I had to do. For real, you know? yeah, for sure. Now nah, you can go out there and do it too. Hmm. You feel they can go out there and do it they may not be afforded the same opportunity or position as you. Mm. So yeah. I understand you feel that way. They got the same opportunity like I do. Do they? Mm-hmm. Look at your situation. Look at everything. Do they? Mm-hmm. Because some don't. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think it, Um, in that sense, it does. We sort of 
we don't create an environment where people can flourish, where, um, you know, young females that are pregnant, I mean, the odds are stacked against them, you know, um, to where they don't feel like there's, they, they probably had no, no help already. You know, the family's probably done, um, kick them out the house, whatever they have mm-hmm. no support, you know? So in, in that sense, and I agree with what you're saying, I think, um, as Christians, we should, I mean, do a, a, a better job at, um, I guess creating again, creating a, an environment where people can can, can flourish and be taken care why, of, and that may stop, that may do something to change, you know, the direction. That's of, one of the reasons why I voted for Jay Simmons in mm-hmm. this last presidential election. She's classic piano, black woman, uh, Christian faith. Also, mm-hmm. you know, she's been on campaign trail for a while, just different programs, something like that. She's involved, but she said programs in place. Like it was on a breakfast club. She had an interview with them or whatever. Cause they, mm-hmm. somebody finally highlighted. Cause I remember Maj Ture of a uh, black guns matter. Mm-hmm. He's a libertarian. So he, you know, okay. He go, he rides on the libertarian side, but he talked about, man, y'all talking about, uh, see a call on both sides, conservative side, but then mm-hmm. also that liberal side. So he's mm-hmm. like, all y'all Democrats, something like that y'all talking about black woman, black woman. Cause y'all talking about Kamala. They say they got a black woman running for president right now named Jay Simmons, but she ain't getting no pub. She ain't getting no, yeah. Now, I mean, we said that or whatever, and I end up, she, I saw Nancy Woodkin. She would fit the agenda, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked into it. I heard some she stuff, and I was like, agenda. yo, what she saying? I'm in. Yeah. She's like, programs as far as, you know, as far as people, as far as babies and abortions, things of that nature. This is the programs that we would have set up for them if they were thinking that. It's like, before, it was basically her saying, before you do that, mm-hmm. we're going to exhaust every opportunity for you as far as to look into every avenue before you just, oh, I don't want it. I'm getting rid of it like that. So she was just like programs for that mm. as far as for whether it's, and you would have to look more into it, but this is what I'm thinking she was saying, you know, cause I didn't have time to hear it explain it a little bit more. I went to a website and just stuff like that, you know, this and stuff, but mm. probably financially here, we can set you up. Here's the programs or whatever that we can fund or whatever is for us. If you still want to have this kid or whatever, we will have a family set up for it. All of that finances, or you'll probably be compensated for it, stuff like that, or whatever. You know, so she just had some dope ideas or whatever. And I was like, this is unique. This is different. This is not liberal, conservative. This is not this Democrat mm-hmm. post stuff. No, I'm with this. This is middle ground mm-hmm. for me, so I'm with this. For real. But I will say this it's tricky to me. It's also kind of funny to me unfortunately that cause um a lot of a lot of the white people are on it right this is called like this so I'm going to add race to it right now so a lot of the white people as far as uh they've been talking about abortion and stuff like that and I, the the crazy thing is is we all know that abortion clinics are usually set up in predominantly black neighborhoods, black neighborhoods one yeah. you know so it's it's ironic that you're pushing for it, but then it's not set up in your neighborhoods. It's set up in predominantly black neighborhoods. But it's also this. Now it's something that you're pushing for, saying abortion, abortion, stuff like that, knowing that black race is the race that's targeted the most and has the most mm-hmm. abortions, you know, as far as percentage-wise. But during slavery, you did not stop abortions from happening. You told the 
women know have the kid, I will take care of it. That's where the child support system came from. It started back in slavery time. Mm. So you wanted them to have them. Why? Because you can breed them because they were strong men who were going to be strong men. That's where the term young buck comes from. Mm. Because they would put them on the block. Boom. Cost a buck. Young. Mm. Cock strong. Diesel. Mm -hmm. So your greed Mm. to increase your, for lack of a better term, air quotes here, property Mm -hmm. overtook but now that we at you, you're like, nah, I, nah, I'd rather not. Now you want to get rid of us. But you mm-hmm. wanted us at one point because it benefited you. Mm-hmm. But n- now you're saying, hey, we are human. We have worth and value intrinsically from God. Mm-hmm. We are smart and able beings. We can work. We can do stuff. Now we're, in a sense, taking your jobs making your money and stuff like that. And it's like, well, nah, man, let's go ahead and get rid of some of these people now. And it's like, well, imagine that. Now that the tables have turned, you ain't even with it no more. So, if you get what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. for some, it's, it's deeper. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And what it all really boils out to, and I, this mm-hmm. is just the aspect of so much as far as in life, and I've been telling people this, especially with the conservatives, mm-hmm. uh, conservative liberal, all, that, all these agendas going on right now. You know, I meant to see mm. you this video. God, I meant to see sure. you that video last night, bro, from work. Okay. Um, it was a. It was a guy who's helping. It was an American guy. Um, I think he used to be in the service, but he was over there in uh, uh, Afghanistan right now. You know, okay. trying to help uh, Afghan and American refugees, trying to help them get back here. Okay. So everybody's been blaming the Biden administration for it, but he said, "Hey." This is some stuff where Trump administration dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. And the dude who's interviewing a conservative guy or whatever, like he got pissed off and said, he cut the interview short. It's like, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you blame President Trump. Uh, Bro, <laughs> you got certain people saying one side, you got certain people saying other side. That's why I'm trying to get y'all to wake up. The truth lies somewhere in the middle. Guys, <laughs> both sides can very well be responsible. Yeah. And I am willing to bet that both sides have some responsibility in this. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, for sure. But it's like, yo, we so divided on this stuff like this yeah. or whatever, man. We ride so hard for it. And it's like, no, man. Yeah. Like, y'all got to see between this. Mm-hmm. I understand there's a frustration with this. And I understand there's a frustration with that. One, the media lets you see what they want you to see. But then also, like, yo, they pulling at your pup string for a reason, man. They yeah. know how to get you going. And yeah. what I tell people all the time is follow the money. <laughs> follow the money. Follow the it's money. It's money in everything. Mm. So this is a lot of what this is behind. When you see the stuff, just, yo, follow the money and see what the money say. Mm. You know? Yeah. Money people's, talks, huh? Yeah. People was like, you know, as far as when the vaccine stuff like that popped out, a lot of the uh, right side, conservative side was like, nah, or whatever. But the people with the money was getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. You look at Trump and his whole family whatever, got the vaccine and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And people kind of felt a certain kind of ways. It's like, yo, you were saying hydrochloroquine or whatever. Hey, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you talking about hydrochloroquine and all these doctors and stuff like that. Like, what, 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 you, what you mean you got it? So mm-hmm. it's like, yo, follow the money. Mm-hmm. Follow the money. But then also just understand, like, some people have changed. Or some people like, yeah, hey, you know? I am going to pander to you for a certain reason, stuff like that, but Mm. they don't love you like that. Yeah. 
think they do. Oh my God. You're not <laughs> that important to them. You're not yeah. people. Yeah. They don't love you like that. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I got to quote, quote the prophet Draymond Green, man. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest things he ever said, man. Yeah, for real. They don't love you like they that. They don't love you like that, man. So, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I hear you. But I think, okay. you know, we need to ask ourselves, what does God, you know, what does God say about everything? What does God say? Um, what does God say about life? Mm. Um, who does okay. God deem worth? I mean, who does, what does God say about the unborn? What does God say about, you know, um, the minorities? What does God say about immigrants and refugees? You know, what does God say about all these things? And I think his word, I mean, he tells us what he says about them, you know, and, and I think we're wonderfully made. Yeah, we're, and we're we're listening. We're taking our cues from the wrong. We're taking our cues from the wrong um, sources, man. And I think we've been, man. We we come back to this every um, almost every episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, who but the struggle in that is, we can't expect them to ring ahead at mindset when they don't believe. What, they're like, hey, I don't believe in your God. I don't believe in what you believe. I don't believe in what you serve. So why should I take that cue? I just, even if you don't, but from a human standpoint, don't you value someone's life? Don't you value that person? And I, man, I go, I'm thinking like these people wouldn't believe, believe it's okay to, um, to murder someone that was fully, you know, saying, uh, an adult, whatever they would say that's wrong. But, and I, sometimes I wonder, dude, if it's if we should just start calling abortion murder. You know, what I'm saying would that would that change people's? You know, that, does the word abortion sort of um, soften the blow? You know, yeah, where it, it doesn't seem as inhumane and it's just abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And one of the things I've been thinking about is that you know, abortion is not a murder. Whatever I'm gonna call it, murder, dude. It's not a visual evil. You know, nobody sees it. And you ever seen that movie on a it came on Amazon, I believe. But um, it was about a lady who was a she was she used to work in an um, abortion clinic. Um, right now she's a big um, advocate for the, un- the unborn, but at first she she wasn't. And she worked in an abortion clinic, and she began she worked her way up through the rankings, man. And um, Did she had that change of heart, right? Yeah, she she became manager, and one day she mm-hmm. had to um, step in and for before, a nurse and and watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, watch it. And I've heard about the movie. I remember previews. Yeah, and I never sat down and watched crazy, it. Crazy dude. It's, it's called like, The Unborn or something. Like I think that, right? so. Yeah. It's like she watched the screen of it happening, and she, um, what got her? She seen the 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 the, the baby move. Yeah, and that was it, dude. It like rocked her world, bro. And yeah, and they say a lot of times these clinics, people are not. You don't see. They try to hide that from people. and See, here's the tricky thing, man. This just popped up in my head as far as the my body, my choice thing is. People know for the most part as far as how babies are naturally made or whatever. It's through sex, right? Mm-hmm. It takes a male <laughs> and a female. So females understand saying my body, my choice. But the male played a role in the act. You know, so I feel like the male should have a say too. What if he feels that way? But I understand like, hey, it's your body. I can't do anything about that. But here's the deal too. <laughs> say you have the kid. People have brought this up, right? Say you have the kid. Right? Mm-hmm. 
and say the guy they wanted, right? Say you had the kid. The woman chose to have the kid mm-hmm. and the guy they wanted. And then now the woman is, you know, I need you to be in the kids. And I do be like, my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. That's tricky with my body, People my choice. Are, it can, it can. It's my body. I don't have to be in the kids. I don't have to be a kid's father. This it, people, I, I've heard people explain that scenario something like that. And it's like, yo, this is this is tricky all the way around, what man. Do you do? Yeah. This is my body, my choice, and stuff like that. It is tricky. It like is. That's man. you gotta be careful with all of that. Um. Yeah. And another thing, you just wonder, um, is allowing women to do these things, is it really, people say it's for the benefit or the flourishing of, of humanity by allowing you to make your own decision when it comes to your body, you know what I'm saying? I'd be a strong pro, this is pro-woman almost in this movement. Um, but my thing is like, is it really um, pro, pro-woman? Because the thing that people don't talk about is a lot of times after these abortions happen, they don't talk about the psychological and emotional consequences that come along with that, that a lot of women suffer from um, when it comes to um, a woman who has had abortion. A lot of these women now, you know, they're, they're faced with um, some, some have said, I still feel like a mother, but I don't have a child to hold, you know, and it's a, it's a psychological damage that, that happens. And it's trauma that these women will like these consequences they have that, they're going to go through probably for the rest of their lives because of the decision they Once made. Once they feel that life form, and it's a connection. Yes, there is. It is it's, a it's, a, it's a spiritual connection that. that happens that... It is a connection. You don't ever hear it. Nobody talks about that, bro. Nobody's talking about how... Is this really going to benefit you? I think it's also... Or is, or is it going to make you... You know, is it going to be counterproductive? Or is it going to... You know? People on... Um, certain people on the left, they, they like to... Pushing like an agenda of LGBTQ and like what they stand for, what they believe, and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they'll have these LGBTQ couples who want a family mm-hmm. and want kids. Mm-hmm. You would think that they would say, "Well, okay, if you don't want to." be the parent of this kid why not have it but then we have this LGBT couple who will pay for your services pay for everything and they will take the kid mm-hmm. and they will raise it you would think that they would try to push that right yeah some of were, them if want they were, if they were being consistent yeah being consistent there we go yeah but um yeah man and I think that's why, um, you know, I, I advocate for, I love, I, mean, I think more people should be in foster care or, you know, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I really do, man. My coworker's about to, uh, if he hasn't already, his is going to be coming up. He was going to be adopting his. Him and his wife went to foster care. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a teenager they're about to adopt. That's dope, If man. they haven't already. So, last time I talked to him, it was about to be happening, but I'm not sure if they had the actual court date, so. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah, me and my wife have discussed it too. You know about doing it again, or yeah, possibly fostering again. So come on, man. Yeah, something but, to think about. So the um, the first time, so you guys fostered were always in it too. I guess you had adoption on your mind, like the um, I, I was hoping 
the way it happened, I was hoping it was going to happen that way. That's awesome, bro. We, I, I, had, I fostered here. with intentions to adopt. That's us too. Some people foster, you know, they like to check and stuff like that. And I understand. You still get a kid at home, but, you know, some people do it for some of the wrong reasons. You know, some people, you know, do it for the right reasons, you know. Some people had a heart for it just to open up their heart to stuff like that. And sometimes you get that heartbreak whenever, mm-hmm. you know. I got one co one coworker, they um fostered a few. They were able to adopt one, but one they had for a long time and then got to go back and it was like it crushed, you know. Cause it was looking promising, but then it reversed. So that's the that's the thing about it is going into it. Just have to prepare yourself that, hey, it might say, nah, this ain't going to be you. You know, this can't, you got, you got to be prepared that um, they may have to go back. You know, yeah, parents might have that opportunity to get themselves right and stuff like that. And you got to be okay with that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that right there is another um, way to minister. Yeah. To, uh, um, if you have kids, kids, though, yeah, it makes it a little easier. Yeah. I got you. It's when you don't. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, if our situation wouldn't have been blessed and having a hand of God over like it did, mm-hmm. giving our two back, Man, come on, bro, I got you, would have been, I feel that, bro, astronomically heartbreaking. It's tough, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. but I'm thankful. Well, praise God, man. That's yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome, my bro. whole thing. I I've wrestled with a lot of things over the years. Mm. As far as with faith, how I believe, what I believe, certain mm. things, stuff like that. One thing I can't knock is God's hand on my life. Mm. I can't. I can't take Come that on. away. That's real. God has shown himself to me to be real too many times, even mm. in the midst of doubt, even in the midst of uncertainty. Yeah. With certain stuff, the way certain stuff has happened from my job, mm. these are my marriage, job, Mm. Kids, the way that happened, all of that. I I can't rock with that coincidence stuff. Nah, my percentages for yeah. some of this stuff, the way this stuff popped off, these percentages are super low. <laughs> super low. <laughs> these percentages are yeah. super low by your numbers, right, by your standards. Right. No, gotcha. no, I can't rock mm. with the coincidence. Right, I can't. Mm. So it's real, man. Yeah, that's real. That's awesome, bro. That's um. That's uh, amazing, you know, just a testimony of God's grace and, you know, God's Definitely. hand on, on on our lives and, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. It's, it's no way around for, sure. for me, man. It's no way around it. For no sure, matter man. how much, especially just outside noise, social media, influence, and stuff like that, make you mm-hmm. question a lot of things, thinking a lot of things, but it always is just consistent with me. And a lot mm-hmm. of times as far as if I'm struggling in other areas of thinking and stuff like that, like, it ain't God, it's me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to blame. I don't know what being trash, mm-hmm. you know? I don't want might see a trash post or think someone would with a trash mind. Ain't God doing that's me. <laughs> yeah. So that's what helps me. It's like, man, I take that's nine. Bible, man. This is it's big when it's 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 people like to blame God for everything, though. A lot of times, man. They blame God a lot for the bad or whatever, but don't want to praise him for the good. But it's like, nah, you gotta take some ownership of some of that stuff too. You got to, man. You got to appraise them. Man. Can't somebody want to take yeah. ownership, man. Yeah. So In everything, in every situation, bro. Yeah. Um, That's what be pissing okay. me off. Nah. Yeah. Take your ownership. And it's like sometimes, and on the flip side, it's like sometimes you didn't do anything, um, you know, to deserve whatever you're going through, but you, 
is God, you know, may God is pruning you. Maybe he's, uh, you know, sharpening you. He's, he's testing you. Yeah, because something's going to come out of it's, these. It's you just got to trust him. <laughs> yeah, so. You may not like it. Yeah, it, it ain't cool. never easy, dude. You know? Yeah. Never easy, bro. Yeah. So on that note, you know, as far as the unborn, if you want to advocate for that, sure. Sure. Let's go. Advocate for the unborn, no doubt. What we're saying is advocate all around. Consistency, yeah. Have a consistency, like life is life. So the unborn, you look at it like life, yo. Like people in prison get involved with the prison system. As far as want to be a help, you know, get involved with widows and orphans, maybe developing a program for widows. Mm-hmm. You know, developing a group for orphans, stuff like that. Maybe fostering, open up your home, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's... People, uh, y'all be quick to throw something about it with the unborn on there. No abortion is, is, is wrong and all that type of stuff. But y'all won't even open up y'all home, you know. Yeah. You need, like, your nephews and nieces coming to stay there longer than two days. You know? <laughs> so... For real, though, man. I'm, and I keep thinking about... um, What's that verse? That's in, um, that's in James when it talks about um, what is... um, What is good religion? Yeah. It's caring for the orphans. Uh, True religion, bro. I yeah, want to say uh, four. It's someone, yeah. Um, I want to say it's James four, but I'm yeah, not. it's James. It's one twenty-seven. It says pure okay. and undefiled religion before God. Yep. The Father is just to care for orphans and widows in their adversity and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's um, you know, that right there, dude. And loving our neighbors as ourselves. Dude, that that. that that involves everyone. We should advocate for, you know, life yeah, and not just be selective in who we deems worthy of life. You know, we should be. And I think, um, you know, a lot of people are, you know, when, when, we, when we're talking, we're not saying everybody's doing this. We're just, you know, I think these are the, the views we're presented with, the, you know, more extreme views. But um, I would say, man, we need to be consistent and, um, you know. Love our neighbors, love ourselves, love the unborn, love those who are born. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just um, um, this is what God desires from us, and um, you know, yep. This is what love who God loves, and that's God loves um, people. He loves us, you know. So um, yep. people who He has created in His image, and um, that goes to the everybody, everybody we're talking yep. about. <laughs> you know everybody. what I'm saying? So just don't be choosy and who you love. You know, I know older. When, when they're full grown, I mean, we come with, you know, there's uh, complications in that for sure. Like the dude was saying, you mm-hmm. know, things we have to re- wrestle with. But um, our love for others should not um, base should not be based upon how people feel about us, but how God feels about us. You know, yeah. that's how we should love. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. So on that note, man, do you have anything else that you want to add? No, nah, I man, I got to go finish this um, turkey leg, dude. Okay, yeah, Mark, he going. I'm going to have him go <laughs> home and finish his turkey leg. So, uh, yeah, shout out. Shout out to my guy, Zay. Xavier hey, King, turkey leg king. Appreciate him, man. Um, yeah, so you enjoyed the food, man? You like man, it? I think it's good, bro. I got to make different. a trip. I got to make a trip. We got to yeah, go he, out there uh, to Orange, dog, for real. He used to do it at his house, but he uh, back at the church doing it now. So he had a, oh, he had a church? Yeah. Okay. He do it on Fridays. Yeah. What T- church? Tuesdays and Fridays now. What church? It's is a it? church in Orange called uh, Six Street Community. Is it Six Street Community Church now? It's off of Six Street though. It's in. The, mm. You can say it's right by the hood. Okay. Cool. So. Yeah. Heck yeah. So yeah, yeah my aunt. Good, uh, I used to go to that church for like vacation, Bible school, or something. Like that. <laughs> when I was younger, my aunt. 
Actually, that church is where Earl Thomas grew up. Oh, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. Yeah, that's where Earl grew up. Get out of here. I didn't know yeah. he was from Orange, bro. You know Earl's from Orange? Mm-mm. I thought I told you that. Yes. I, I remember didn't know that. I remember Earl when I was younger, man. So you knew him? Yeah, Earl was a bad kid. He was a bad kid? Come on, yeah. man. So is he, he was younger, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, he, now, let me get his disclaimer. When he was younger, he was bad. But dude was talented. Like, Earl was in a band. Like, West Orange start. Yeah. Same high school. Earl. Now, here's the deal. My senior year, Earl was at La Cyprus. Earl played varsity football for Cyprus. After after okay. his freshman year, he transferred to West Orange. Because he knew, like, okay. yo, West Orange going to do something with me. La Cyprus, uh... And, I mean, he was getting PT as a freshman. Really? Yeah, Earl... Because uh, Earl used to... Like, he was offense and defense when he went to West Orange. But, you know, ain't defense. But Earl used to play offense, too. So, Earl used to be a running back. Earl was always a running back. Uh, okay. Yeah. So his freshman year, he was a running back. And I remember <laughs> when we played him because we being a Cypress and our dudes was headhunting him that really? game. Yeah, because they putting a freshman in. You know how... Oh, they was... Well, he, I, he, you he know, was handling his business? Feel. Yeah, huh? He, he was handling his business? He was holding his own a little bit? He was doing the best he could for doing a freshman. Doing the best he could for a freshman. Doing the best he could probably, for a freshman. Man, they I, was headhunting him, man. They probably um, helped him out, bro. Yeah, but he yes, came with him. But Earl was always supposed to kind of be with us, in a sense. You know, it was on stock or whatever, you know. So I was just uh looking him up on Wikipedia, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? Last last year he got uh they say um Thomas was allegedly held at gunpoint by his wife Nina after finding him and his brother <laughs> Steph Thomas in bed with yeah. other women. Yeah. Not another one man, but women. <laughs> yeah, he was in a bed with women. <laughs> yeah, that's uh Not him and his brother. What they were just hanging out? <laughs> hey man, watching TV. Hey, I watch the days of my lives, man. What you doing? Hey, um, some of the views expressed on this episode are not necessarily <laughs> views um, that are um, endorsed by Jeremy Bird. I'm sorry, man. They just um, I, I some just... of the views that you hear right now could possibly be coming from Mark Gidry, hey. Jeremy Bird. Now, man, I gotta go back home, man. You ain't about to do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was nah, just looking him up, bro. I was just curious, man. I know yeah. he was born in Orange. I was just looking him up nah, on Wikipedia. Nah, that situation popped off, and it's bad, man. I just I was like, what? I I want him to be redeemed. I want his wife to be redeemed. Yeah. I want them to have. I That's want them good. to have reconciliation. Well, however that looks, man. For sure. Reconcile, however that looks, man. For sure, man. That so, was funny. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah. You got. God dang Wikipedia, man. <laughs> they put all the dirt out. Yeah, God dang Wikipedia, man. The TMZ, bro. Yeah, I ain't even want to show man stats first, huh? It's got here. Scroll here to the no, scandal. No, scroll right on <laughs> yeah. here. Personal life. <laughs> yeah. They don't say nothing yeah, about it. his scandal. religion. They yeah. ain't saying nothing about it. Yeah. He really loves his kids. Like, nothing. Yeah. He was fun. And that's, so that 6th Street Channel talking about, that's his family's church. Oh, really? Yeah, like his grandfather was preaching and stuff like Come that. Come on, like man. That. That's, that's ground up for them. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's just always been in the family or whatever. His, last I remember, his brother was the pastor of it now. Earl's older brother. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. He's the pastor of it now. Seth? So, huh? No, 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 no. Old, <laughs> old, old, older brother. Older brother. No, 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 no. Seth is young. I'm done. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> Seth is younger brother. Seth is the youngest. I need some more, man. So, right. yeah. On that note, guys, we love y'all, man. Uh, we hope y'all enjoyed the discussion this week, man. Just, you know, what was going on? Just some stuff on our heart, man. Different perspectives or whatever, man. We hope it's something that can challenge you. You know, um, 
just give you something else to think about, man. Just kind of just like give yourself an opportunity to just kind of just think, man. Think through it. Think through these problems and stuff like that. Just, you know, give a different perspective and, you know, show you a way that maybe you didn't think about it like that before. So, on that note, man, y'all be blessed. Love y'all. Love God. Love others. Chase God by all means. And man, just try to live your life the best way possible and just do what's right. You know, on that note, you know, we'll be out. We'll see y'all again hopefully next week. Um, go Bucks. Hey. And I hate the Saints. Who that? And I just want to reiterate to that, y'all. I hate the Saints. Uh, I'm a Laker fan too, so basketball about to pop off here soon. Training camp about to pop off here soon. So I'm hoping some good come from that. And I'm sick of y'all with the wheelchair jokes about how old my team is. So <laughs> I've had enough Stop of that too. It. So on that note, man, we out. Peace. Peace.